0: live from the journeys group studio this is taking care of business
1: good day this is george pate and this is tommy pate taking care of business we are in the first full week of december I believe indeed because yeah. the last show would have been the glorious airing would have been the 29th of november 29th of november yeah so the first full week
2: of december we are what like t-minus three weeks from christmas indeed the greatest time of year. Yeah. Uh yeah, a little bit less than 3 weeks. I was doing some quick math in my head. Yeah, a little bit less than 3 weeks away. Yeah. If the more. earliest people are listening to this would be the 6th. Yeah. That means Christmas is in 19 days, which is less than 3 weeks. It is. Just a hair by less 2 days. Weeks. Yeah, by 2 days. Yeah, I can do math. I know very well actually. Have you uh have you recovered from Thanksgiving and are getting ready for Christmas eating?
1: well your mother has already started baking and cooking so oh, there really Lord. is no law between thanksgiving and christmas yeah for me. it's
2: really dangerous going to the house this time of year going to y'all's house this time of year because there's a, a historically at our house there in our dining room uh i think that's what, what it's called dining room? <laughs> she's gonna kill us when she listens to this <laughs> uh, in the dining room there is a card table that is set up in the corner as soon as you walk into the dining room that is usually i don't know a week into december is filled with all sorts of christmas goodies uh cookies brownies fudge you name it it's there and it's really dangerous if i stop by for like five minutes somehow i end up i think there's like a a black hole or something at the table um and it's called me because i just go over there and just start picking at it and then before i know i've got a whole plate that i'm taking home with me so um after you the whole plate you eat at the house that's what i said the black hole is me yeah okay. i am the black hole that's at the table um anyway wonderful time of year it's finally get it's finally cold and here to stay they're getting dark early things throwing me off but anyway good time of year um i'm in a reasonably okay mood right now and so we won't uh we won't talk about any of the goings on in raleigh or dc because there's really hey, nothing. But, to... uh,
1: this saturday is what our christmas party which is ugly sweater theme. yes it is have you gotten your sweater i'm looking at a website called you look ugly for my purchase
2: and folks i don't want to brag that's where we got our very fashionable christmas suits for like a whopping 20 dollars a piece and that includes the tie that included everything well not the shirt did not include the shirt. That, you're right did not include the shirt uh but, it but did... if
1: you ever want to buy a suit of this caliber go buy a christmas tablecloth and make it out of that <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's about what it felt like <laughs> anyway my name is george pate i'm a certified financial planner with the journeys
1: group my name is tommy pate i too am a certified financial planner with the journeys group we're an
2: independent registered investment advisory firm in aiden north carolina right outside of greenville our phone number is 252-304-1019 again that's 252 3041019 or you can find us on the web at www.thejourneysgroup.com again www.thejourneysgroup.com. Our website has a variety of financial articles that we rotate on it. It has our contact information as well as our physical location which will finally by the grace of God be changing next year. Um it has links to uh our Facebook page, our Instagram page and our YouTube channel um got a lot of cool stuff happening next year with youtube so keep an eye out for that uh, it has page for our upcoming events which as we just said is our christmas party uh depending on when you're listening to this this saturday or saturday december the 9th if you're a client you have gotten an email or uh, an invitation in the mail about that um again ugly sweater themed uh it has what else what am i missing oh yeah and it has links to the podcast uh, we're on 19 different podcast platforms taking care of business so if you want to Uh, catch up on old shows or uh, miss the most recent show or just go back and hear another show again if there's something that we talked about last week's show was a great topic um, something that we can very easily get on a roll about Um, but yeah it was a good topic but if you want to hear it that's place to do it like i say we're on 19 different platforms so uh, pick your favorite one or the one with the prettiest logo is what i always say Um, so what are we talking about today i don't know because it's your show today i'm just here (laughs) looking pretty and you are fantastic at it. I have I'm good. To say. At that. Yes, you're looking magnificent today. Um I know that. <laughs> we're talking about market timing. Uh, kind of dovetails into what, what we're market, market timing? timing. That doesn't work. I know that's that's the whole point of the show. Oh. Huh. Well, you you have just jumped right to the end of my show. So thanks for listening, y'all. I hope to visit with you. <laughs> no, today we're talking about market timing. Kind of dovetails what we were talking about last week. Um, I had a conversation with somebody uh, last week, I think, um, where they were uh, going to be moving some money into the market, and and he asked me. He said, "You know, does it behoove me to wait?" And he said, "Probably not, right?" I said, "No, because market timing doesn't work." And and we've had a lot of conversations over the last, probably the last uh, twelve to eighteen months, where people are. I've been wondering, do I need to make any changes? Do I need to get out of the market and get back in when things are on the upswing? We've had a few people that have just insisted that that's what they're going to do. And, you know, against our advice of no, just write it out. They say, okay, I-, I hear what you're saying. I get it, but I-, I want out and I'll tell you when I want to get back in. Um, so we're going to talk about market timing, uh, and why it does not work. Um, So market timing, and I'm reading the official definition from Investopedia here, Uh, market timing is the act of moving investment money in or out of a financial market or switching between asset classes, like going from stock to bonds. Based on predictive methods, what that means in English is that you're moving money out of the market uh, when it's going down, in the hopes that you'll get back in when it's going up, and so you avoid all of the the downswing and catch it when the when the wave is going back up. Uh, on paper, it's a great idea; it, it 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 works on paper. But like we talked about last week, the unfortunate thing about market timing is that it involves you knowing you as in the investor, knowing when the market is going to go up or down. And nobody knows that. If you can predict it, then you can make trades to, you know, turn that into a profit. But most of the time, that's that's just not the case because the market is so unpredictable. The question that I always ask people is, okay, when's the market going to start going back up? They say, "I'm I'm, I'm going to get back in when the market starts going back up. And the question I pose to them is, when's the market going to go back up? And they say, I don't know. And I say, exactly. You're you're exactly right. Nobody knows. And if you don't know when the market's going to go back up, you can miss out on some huge gains. Historically speaking, some of the largest stock market gains have come after some of the worst downturns in the market. Um, this is one of the, the most staggering statistics I have ever seen. Um, let's take, we're talking about, taking $10,000 and investing it in the S&P 500 index. Most of y'all are probably familiar with that. And we're going to track it from January 1st, 1980 to December 31st, 2022, all right? You put $10,000 in and leave it there for 42 years. You never put another dollar in, you leave it there for 42 years in the S&P 500. At the end of 2022, your 10,000 would have become $1,082,309, That's a pretty nice return over over forty two years. All right, let's say you miss the best five days. By the way, forty two years is the equivalent of fifteen thousand three hundred thirty days. I did the math. Um, If you miss five days out of those fifteen thousand days, instead of it being worth almost one point one million, your ten thousand becomes six hundred seventy one thousand fifty one dollars. By missing five the five best days in the S and P 500, you lost out on four hundred thousand dollars of gain. All right, let's take it a step further. Let's say you you miss the best ten days. All right, you lose six hundred thousand dollars worth of gain. If you miss the best thirty days, if you miss one month out of forty two years. You lose nine hundred thousand dollars worth of gain by missing one month. All right. If you miss the best fifty days, your ten thousand at the end of forty two years becomes seventy six thousand. My point of of explaining that is that market timing doesn't work. If you miss out on just a few days, your return gets cut drastically. Um, There has never been any evidence that shows that market timing consistently works. Sure, you can get lucky every now and then, but the problem is that the market is so random. It is such a a random beast. Nobody has any sort of advantage that is legal. Nobody knows when the market is going to go down. Nobody knows when the market is going to start coming back up. And the problem is that if you hop out of the market and you're going to hop back in when everything starts going back up, Most of the time, by the time you jump back in, you've already missed the wave. You know, if if you jump back in after the market's already gone up, chances are you've missed the initial wave, which is when you're going to get the most gain out of it and you're going to catch it. On the rise, rather than catching it as it starts rising. All right. So the whole point is that you sell out before it drops, and then you buy when it's low. If it's already on the rise, you're not buying low. You've already missed out that opportunity, and you've already missed the opportunity to do that. Now, people that are defending this would say, "Okay, yeah, but but I'm I'm minimizing. I'm cutting my losses. You know, I'm minimizing my losses by getting out before a downturn." Okay. And I'm going to get bigger profits because I'm going to I'm going to buy back in when everything's low and, and catch the whole wave. And again, on paper, that sure, that's that's nice, but it just doesn't work out that way. And like we've talked about, like we talked about last week, there market timing is part of active investing. Every time you're buying or selling, every time you sell out, sell to get out of the market and buy to get back in, there's a fee involved with that and Wall Street's making a killing on people doing this because this is, this is what a lot of people do. Um, most of the time, the the real cost of getting in and out of the market far outweighs the, the potential benefit that comes out of it. Um, another statistic, between 1995 and 2014, the S&P annualized, annually returned 9.85%. All right. If you miss ten days in the ten of the best days in the market over that uh, what twenty nine? Uh, I'm sorry, nineteen year nineteen year period, your return goes from almost ten to five point one. It gets cut in half. All right. Some of the biggest upswings in the market happen during a volatile period, like times of two thousand eight. Um, so again, the people that are defending this will say you have bigger profits, you curtail your losses, you avoid volatility. I don't really know. Um, I don't really know the logic behind that. I guess because you're getting out before it gets volatile and it is more, it's more suited for, uh, short term investments. You know, it, it's, this is suitable for, uh, day traders and, and people of that nature. Um, uh, but the, the disadvantages, this doesn't really work for normal people because this requires daily attention to the markets and, and not just daily, but like hourly attention to the markets. This is something that you've got to be, this, this has to be your entire life if you want this to work. And even then, it's probably not going to work anyway. Um, More frequent transaction costs and commissions. Again, every time you buy or sell to get out or get back in, there's a commission made on that trade. So less of your money is either coming to you or going to work for you. And the fees are higher because there's a fee paid every single time you make a change like that, all right? The biggest disadvantage is knowing how to time getting out and getting back in, getting out is a little bit easier. You know, you can, you can see the the writing on the wall that, oh, things are about to go down. So I'm just going to get out now. Getting back in is, is much, much harder. Um, there's a guy named William Sharp, who brilliant economist uh, back in the seventies, he figured out how often a market timer has to be, has to be accurate. In order to perform as well as a passive index fund. Like we were talking about last week, active investing only works 19% of the time. It only beats the it only beats a, a benchmark index 19% of the time um, versus a passive index. He figured out that if you're employing market timing, you've got to be correct 74% of the time to beat that that benchmark portfolio. So let's say I'm tracking the S&P 500 and and I've got an an index fund that's tracking the S&P 500 passive index. You, on the other hand, are doing market timing. You've got to be right three out of four times just to beat my fund. So 25% of the time, I'm sorry, 75% of the time, you got to be on point. Now, how likely is that really to happen? Again, we talked about last week that active portfolios only hit their mark or beat their mark 18% of the time. All right, there's a big difference between 18 and 75. So again, it just doesn't, it, it, the evidence just is not there that this works. Um, how many days on average do you think it takes to recover losses after a down market?
1: I would think it depends upon the length of the market, but I would imagine- Just, just average. Five to Six hundred.
2: 1100. Holy, It's trading days. Right. So not, that's not including weekends and things. On Tell, average, 1100, yeah. that's so That's a lot. That's what 3 years roughly? Yeah, every bit of 3 yeah, years. Yeah, about about 3 years. All right. Wow. Yeah, I know. I I was I was really surprised. Um now sometimes the the recovery is much faster if we take a look at 2020. Uh the market came roaring back very quickly. I mean, we're talking less Listen, than what a people year.
1: don't realize is okay, let's say you have 100 bucks invested and the market goes down percent. So now you got 90 So now you got $90. And the market goes up 12% the next year. It's 12% of, of 90%. $90. Yeah. Not 12% of $100. <laughs> so 12% of $90
2: is $9.90. Yeah. So you, you still, still, you still have any broke even. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's what people don't – they say, oh, but I made 10%. Yeah, you made 10% on a lower amount. And that's why it takes a little bit longer. So think about it this way. Yeah, it, it, it takes – On average, takes a long time to you know takes about three years to recover these losses. But is it better to? Do you think it's easier to just hang in and recover those losses over time, and by not moving, or do you think it's easier to predict when the market's going to go back, going to go back up, and jump in and hope for the best? Again, every time you do that, it's costing you money. Um, Again, sometimes sometimes things happen quicker, like in twenty twenty. But again, what this boils down to—I sound like a broken record. What this boils down to is like we were talking about last week. Nobody knows what the market is going to do. Nobody has any. uh, Nobody legally has any better information than anybody else. And so the whole idea of I'm going to wait until the market goes back up is is a a foolish notion because nobody knows when it's going to go back up. And like like I pointed out today, if you miss five days over forty years you lose half of your return just like that. Only five days. Okay. So the best thing to do is to just ride the wave. This is what we told people all last year and coming into this year, it's just ride the wave. And for a lot of people, they're like, really, that's that's not much of an answer. I'm like, listen, I understand that's not much of an answer on paper, but that's what you got to do. That's what the research has shown. The research has shown that if you just stick it out, you will come back faster and better than somebody that's trying to time the market. You were around when 2008 hit. You were doing this during 2008. I was not. I, I wasn't even aware of what the stock market was in 2008. I was a whopping 13 years old. I just knew it was bad because of what you do for a living. Because I came home ill all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was the year we had dog food for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> dry dog food. Dry dog food, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So- after 2008 hit about how long did it take to recover from 2008 it didn't take that long well
1: if you look at the market 2000 late 2009 or 2010 but okay. not people's accounts exactly
2: so I, like in like an average account with with you during 2008 about how long did it take if if they just stayed the course how long did it take to come back from 2008? about a year and a half 18 all right. months all right year and a yeah. half and what you i think you had one person that got out during 2008 only one yeah, yeah. And everybody else
1: stayed and everybody else... Came roaring back. Wasn't hurt, yet, yeah. so
2: to speak. Because by the end of 2009, early 2010, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but the market came roaring back towards the end of 2009, early 2010. And the people that stayed the course were, were, were rewarded. Their patience is rewarded. That, that's ultimately what this comes down to is just having patience and recognizing the fact that when you invest money in the stock market, you should be investing for the long-term. Be aware of what your time horizon is. If you're going to need the money back, uh, in six months, you probably don't need to put it in the market to begin with. But if you're going to use the stock market, you need to be willing to have a long time horizon. We're talking several years. You know, usually when we're talking about the market, we're talking anywhere from seven to ten years because it's just it's too difficult to make a prediction about what the market's going to do in in any shorter of time uh, because it is so random. But we know that over any any given ten year period, uh, the market. Uh, let's see. Uh, I've got a... uh, Anyway, I thought I had a number about that. Um, In any 10-year period, the market has... Here it is. Since 1929, since the Great Depression, the S&P 500 has been negative during a 10-year run 6% of the time. So 94% of the time in the last... Almost hundred years, the S and P 500 has returned. The, the the U.S. market has returned a positive return, but people tend to focus on that six percent and forget the other ninety four the other ninety four percent and say, oh, but you know if if uh, if I hadn't been for that six percent, I wouldn't have lost money. Um, but again, you got to be aware of your time horizon. You got to be aware of what kind of risk you're willing to take. If you're going to use the market, you got to be willing to take on some risk, and you got to be willing to hang in there for the duration. Um, Last year, we we had a couple people that that uh, got out of the market, and they were because they were really, really displeased with, with their returns. Um, and one of the things that, that I tried to tell them um, while you know while we were having our conversations about whether they wanted to pull money out was I said keep in mind that when we quote a, when I quote a return to somebody, I'm not talking year over year. I'm talking about over a lifetime. You know, we're talking ten plus years in that scenario. Um, and so, don't get too bogged down with what's happening right now. You know what? You know what's happening right now. What's happening tomorrow? What with even what's happening a month from now? Well, when we talk about investing in the market, we're looking long term. Now, if the market is negative five years in a row, all right, there's some cause for concern, and. I'm not trying to minimize or mitigate or minimize anyone's fears and concerns about the market being down. What I am trying to say is that if you have the patience to just ride the wave, the market will reward you. And history has shown that. I mean, the data is out there. i'm I'm pulling this from um, Bank of America, Fidelity. I mean, i'm I'm pulling this from from big names. this is, this is where I'm getting this data from. I'm not just making these numbers up off the top of my head. I'm not smart enough to do that. Um, but the whole point here is that, you got to have patience. You got to delay gratification. You know, we, we talk about instant gratification a lot. Um, that if you can stand to just, I hate to say ignore your portfolio when things are down, but if you can stand to just kind of turn, bl- turn a blind eye to it when things are down and recognize that, okay, things are down, but they will come back. They always have, they always will. We've been in a situation like this before. We'll be in a situation like this again. Um, but if you can be patient, hang on, ride the wave, the market will reward you. Um, and it will reward you far better than uh, your peers that think they have some sort of advantage and can time the market. Um, again, I, I think the biggest thing that this comes down to is that in order for in order for market timing to work, you got to be willing to spend just a ton of time researching the market. And... Um, it just doesn't work. I've got a couple of friends from high school that I thought they were going to be day traders and just hadn't heard them say a whole lot about day trading anymore. Uh, (laughs) It it always kills me when I see these, these um, people that do day trading and they say, I'll teach you how to, I'll teach you how to day trade. I'll teach you all of my secrets. All right, folks, if I had the secret to day trading and the secret of how to beat the market, I wouldn't tell a soul. No, you would not be hearing my voice right now because I would be living it up somewhere. I mean, I'd be do. I, I would not be doing this if I had the secret. Um, and most of the time, when these people that you see have, oh, I made millions in the market. Yeah, but the question is, how much did they lose in order to get there? Um, so, sorry, I'm I'm going off on a little bit of a a, a sidetrack rant here. I noticed that. Um, but I, it's just like I said, we we've been having this conversation a lot over the last year, and so I just I wanted to kind of. Address that it goes along with the active versus passive. So, uh, got a few more minutes left, so I'm just I'm gonna kind of bring it all together. I feel like I've just kind of been babbling today more so than usual. Um, market timing doesn't work. History shows that. History shows if you miss out on just a few days, it can impact your returns in a big way. Uh, I mean, we're talking, you know, upwards of, of forty or fifty percent of returns lost just by missing a few days over decades um so if people say oh one day doesn't matter yes it does it matters it matters a whole lot when it comes to the market um so patience is rewarded when you when you invest in the market be aware that you should be going in with a long-term attitude if you can't stay in for the if you're not willing to stay into the market for the long term for the long run don't get into the market at all it's just it's not where you need to be Um, because the market i I can't guarantee the market is going to return a positive return every single year. In fact, I will tell you that it will not return a positive return every year. What I can tell you is that history has shown that over a lifetime, the market will return, you know, an average of six, seven, eight, nine percent, and your patience is rewarded. The other thing to be aware of, be aware of your risk tolerance and risk capacity. Talk with your person about that. Talk about um, how risky are your investments for where you are in life, and again, that comes down to when you're, you know, what your time horizon is. When are you going to start needing money out of these investments? Um, if you're going to start needing money in a couple of years, probably don't need to be super risky. But the main thing here is that no matter what the market is doing, pick investments that fit your situation, that fit your fit your risk tolerance, fit your time horizon, and don't touch them. Just let it ride. If you have questions about this, if you want more information, if you just want to challenge what I'm saying, uh, give us a call 252-304-1019. Be glad to sit down and talk with you more about this. Um, Like I said, we've been having a lot of these conversations the last year. don't let yourself get so stressed out about this stuff that that you start to make foolish decisions with your investments. Uh, knee jerk reactions to the market never work. Um, the, the whole point behind the market is that if you try and react to the market, you will lose every time because the market, the market will run you over if you try and react to it. So you need to be proactive with your investments, pick those good, solid investments, hang on to them and don't touch anything. Just ride the wave. And I promise you, uh, history has shown that your patience will be rewarded, and you will come out so far ahead of the game. It's not even funny. Um, that's all I got. Any any closing thoughts or anything? No, I
1: just hope people take the last two shows last weekend, this week, and kind of put two and two together and realize that there's an awful lot of money being lost uh, in fees
2: and, and to em- yeah. to emotions. Yeah. Yep, yep. So, all right. Hear the music in my ear, so I'm gonna quit babbling now. I appreciate you letting us spend some time with you today. Hope you have a great rest of your week. We look forward to visiting with you next week. This is George Pate. And this is Tommy Pate, taking Taking care. care of
1: business.